Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. I'm going to continue my series on Pool Guy and Gal Rookie Mistakes. In this episode, I'm going to go over some things that may cause you liability on your pool route. So these are things to look for as far as liability. In other words, things that you can actually get sued for if something you do causes someone to get injured or even worse, if someone were to die because of any kind of mistake that you may do out there in the field. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. So I don't really want to scare you too much if you're starting out in the business, but there is definitely some liability involved in pool service. You have a body of water sitting in someone's backyard, and this, of course, is a hazard for many reasons, drowning, um, any kind of flooding, any kind of um, surface damage that you may cause to the pool by your chemistry. So all these are liability aspects of the pool. And I'll start with the first one, and one that I think is the most common liability, and that is if you do pool service and you actually fill the customer's pool with water on a regular basis, I can almost guarantee you that eventually you're going to forget to turn the water off, and this is going to flood their yard, their house, their neighbor's house, going to cause a big mess. So a good rule, a standing rule, is to have in, a service, have in your service agreement that the customer is responsible for filling the pool and that you as a pool service company will not fill the pool. You'll notify the customer when the pool is low on water and they're responsible for, for filling the pool and of course for turning off the water. It's not your responsibility. There's only one exception that I make for this rule and that is when I'm taking care of a vacant house in the property management company request for me to fill the pool, then I'll take on that responsibility and I'll be extremely careful when I fill the pool to make sure I don't forget to turn the water off. And this means I'll leave my car keys or truck keys right on top of the fill line and I'll double check to make sure the water's off before I leave. I won't be on the phone at that point or being distracted because you can easily forget if you took the keys off without turning the water off or not. So it's just a very dangerous thing to do to fill up a customer's pool and I make it a note, a rule not to fill the customer's pool. I'll notify them when the pool is low on water, and they'll have to take it on themselves to fill it up. And I can almost guarantee you that if you are filling up pools on your route, you will eventually leave the water running, and you will actually flood the property, which will lead to liability on your on your end. So don't fill the customer's pool. Leave it as their responsibility. So let me touch on some of the safety covers and mesh fences and I'll go over one of the safety covers that I won't ex- take on as a service account, or I won't take the service account on if it has this particular cover on top. So I'm perfectly fine with those mesh fences around the pool that have the self-latching gate. Those are pretty much easy to make sure that you latch the gate and close it behind you. So that's not really a problem. So those are fine. You can document actually by taking a photo of the gate when you closed it and noting the time that it was closed. That's really easy. 
the covers that um, the bubble covers are definitely not safety covers so I wouldn't consider those solar covers safety covers but there is a safety cover called the catch a kid there may be other brands that make it but this is a net that kind of looks like a spider-man net where you have um, it goes over they're actually um, they drill holes in the ground and then you have to latch this mesh net over the pool and it's highly effective of course of keeping kids from falling in and drowning however one of the reasons why I don't take any accounts with this net is because for the liability aspect of the fact that customers have a hard time putting the net on correctly a lot of times the customers will leave part of the net open because they don't want to close it all the way it makes it hard they may not use the pulley to pull the net firmly um, and anchor it firmly in place so there's a lot of liability involved in the fact that the customer may leave the net open at some point and you as a service provider, the pool service company, may be holding the bag if something bad were to happen, if someone were to drown or get injured because the catch-a-kid net was left open. And you can document and you close it, of course, but I just avoid this net because of the liability of the fact that most customers can't secure it properly themselves or leave it open partially um, just so they can use their pool a lot easier because it is a pain to take off this net and put it back on for sure. So I just pass on these houses with these nets. And besides that, it's very time-consuming to put this net on. And you always have to think liability in the aspect of these particular safety nets. If you have a pool with an automatic cover with a key, and the customer more than likely will leave the key all the time inside the device to open up the cover. Usually, for me, almost every customer has the key in there. They never take the key out of there. So I always make a note to let the customer know that every time I service your pool, I'm going to open the cover, I'm going to close the cover, and if you want to use the pool later that day, you'll have to open it yourself. So I always make sure that I close the cover after I service the pool, and you can definitely document this with photos if you need to, but I never leave the cover open for the customer to use the pool later in the day. So always make sure that if you have an automatic safety cover on your route, that you're closing that cover um, definitely every time you open it to clean the pool, and if the cover were to malfunction, I always text the customer right there on the spot telling him that I could not close the cover. There's something wrong with maybe the ropes or the motor, but the cover is not closing completely. So be aware of this fact. And then I log the response from the customer so they're aware that the safety cover cannot be closed. So definitely um, with the automatic covers, make sure you always close them after you service the pool. Even if the customer is going to use the pool within the next hour or so, I make sure I close those covers. Another aspect of liability is leaving a gate open somewhere on the property. So make sure you latch the gates closed. Sometimes you'll, it'll be easier for you to leave the gate open or prop it open so you can go back and forth to your truck to get something out. But you um, allow the opportunity for something bad to happen at that point. So definitely make sure you close the gate all the time. You don't want to let any pets out regardless of that also. I've let, I've let several dogs out before and I've done my share of chasing these dogs to the neighborhood. I'm not sure about the liability with the pets, but I know that the owners aren't going to be happy if anything happens to their pets. So I always make sure that the gates are closed firmly behind me. And on occasion, a dog will get out because I may have been careless or sometimes the dogs just bolt when I open the gate. So definitely make sure the gates are closed behind you when you enter and exit the backyard. That could create a liability situation for sure. This one here, a lot of people don't think about very often, but if you leave any chemicals behind on your route this could cause some liability 
On occasion, I've left the bag of DE here and there, but I always go back and get it right away when I realize I left it at the customer's house because I'm not carrying diatomaceous earth back on a regular basis. So a little bit out of my routine, and I am known, I am prone to leave a bag of DE um, ever so often on the customer's deck somewhere. So I make sure I go back and get it right when I realize I don't have the bag on my truck. Um, but more importantly, you definitely don't want to leave any muriatic acid out on the customer's property. Um, that's pretty hazardous stuff, and you don't want to be liable for that. So whenever I take muriatic acid back to a service account, I leave it in my pool tote or I leave it in my pool cart. I never physically take it out of there and put it anywhere except back into my pool tote or back into my pool cart. Um, I don't leave it on the deck anywhere or anything in that regards. Besides, you can stain the deck with the acid. But it's a good idea not to take it out of the actual tote you're carrying it into because you could leave it on the deck. That goes the same with tablets, the trichlor tablets, or any other chemical. You want to make sure that you just look behind you and make sure you take everything with you and don't leave anything there that could be a hazard. And since I'm always thinking liability, one thing that I always like to do when I service the pool is make sure I remove all the toys from the pool. And I let the customer know that leaving the toys in the pool could be hazardous because it could attract a child to go try to retrieve a toy that's floating on the surface and it could fall into the pool. So I make sure that I stack all the toys out of the pool on the side of the deck so that it's not a temptation for a small child to go there and try to retrieve a toy that's floating on the surface. So also make a note to your customers, let them know that the hazard that that it is hazardous to leave toys floating in their pool all week long because it does draw young children towards the pool and they may try to retrieve something and you know that sometimes when you're trying to pull something out of the pool you could fall in it's kind of awkward sometimes to get something out of the pool so i definitely make sure that i have all the toys out another thing that's a liability is if you leave the skimmer lid off the pool the suction inside the skimmer is pretty strong and you definitely don't want to leave the skimmer lid out leave the skimmer lid off and leave the basket out on the deck i've known several guys that have done this where they went to go clean the basket they got interrupted by something and they forgot to go back and put the actual skimmer basket back in and cover the skimmer and make sure that the skimmer lid also is intact, doesn't have any cracks or holes in it. Um, that's another hazard too because someone could actually step their foot through there and break their ankle. I know a pool guy that actually broke his ankle. He was cleaning the pool. He took out the skimmer basket. He put, he put his vacuum hose in there and he was walking around the deck and he actually stuck his foot in the skimmer and he actually broke his ankle. So definitely very hazardous having a, a big hole up on your deck. So make sure you have that skimmer uh, lid securely on and don't leave the skimmer basket, of course, out um, because the suction from the skimmer is, could be extremely hazardous to someone, especially if a small child sticks their, hand, sticks their hand into the skimmer and into the skimmer pipe. And of course, make sure that everything in the pool is up to code. A lot of the pools here in California still have the old drains in them. And so you want to get your customers to upgrade their main drains and their spa drains to the anti-entrapment drains that are uh, mandated by the state for all the new pool construction. This will prevent anyone from getting entrapped on the main drain of the pool or getting trapped on the drain of the spa. Um, it's a good safety measure to have the drains upgraded. I know a lot of customers don't upgrade their drains. So in that respect, you can actually disable the main drain in a lot of cases. If you have a skimmer with a float valve diverter, you can actually take that out, especially if the drain is the main drain has a problem, like a cracked lid. And you can also, most of the time, turn the main drain off at the equipment area to disable the main drain. 
Um, but definitely they need to up update their drains and get them up to code in most cases, especially if they're going to sell their house. Um, but just for a safety aspect, they should have their drains up to code. So anything you notice around the pool that may be a safety issue, take note of it and you want to address it. And almost kind of walk back there thinking liability. What can I, what can the customer hold me to if this or this or that happens while I'm back here? Or if I do this or that, how can I be liable for it? So all those are really important factors. And you want to always think liability when you take on a new account or when you're servicing your pools to minimize any kind of potential uh, claims against your business, lawsuits, things like that. Um, it's time-consuming, costs you money, and it's a big headache. So to avoid that, just think liability at every aspect while you're walking back there. And I want to save this to the end so it doesn't sound like I'm advertising or soliciting or running a commercial, but you definitely want to have general liability insurance for your pool business. It's highly affordable. Um, I use SPPA or SPA, and their rates are really great, and you need to have that liability insurance. And if you join my coaching program, you actually get 10% off your monthly um, policy. So a $2 million policy will be $53 a month, which is a real bargain, and it'll give you $1 million per occurrence. So definitely have that liability insurance in place. In case you do make a mistake, you'll have insurance behind you to back you up on that. Um, definitely highly recommend it. And if you're interested in the coaching group, you can learn more about that at poolguycoaching.com. I have other great discounts and benefits for being part of the group besides just the discount on general liability and insurance. But just that in itself is definitely enough to join the group so that you're protected. And you can also find more information about um, different topics that I cover on my uh, website, swimmingperlearning.com. And I have an ebook available there for $9.99. And last, I want to remind you that if you're a pool service professional and you have a pool service route, that Leslie's Pool Supply does sell wholesale. So you can go into any Leslie's location with a business card and open an account there to get your supplies at a wholesale price. And if you have liability insurance, they'll actually put you on a list to refer you to the customers that shop there for pool service because Leslie's does not do um, weekly maintenance pool service. So definitely check that out as an option for you. If you do have a pool route, you can definitely get your products at Leslie's Pool Supply at a wholesale price. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick. If you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.